Today on Get Vertical Gal Police, we discuss the sermon, Evidence of a Changed Heart. Pastor John and I have been in this tradition series for a while now, and it has really changed my perspective on traditions versus transformation, the life-giving, the life-altering transformation that Jesus offers. It's not about traditions. It's not about the things that we keep doing. It's about transformation through the gospel of Jesus Christ. I hope you've enjoyed this series. Let's listen in now. Okay, so how would you say someone would know you've been somewhere? Like what would be some evidence that John Mollahan has been there? Well, <laughs> I, th- I think uh, the evidence I've been at Chipotle is I have stuff in my beard. Uh, true. <laughs> David and I were actually talking last night about how like your beard has gotten to the point now where he's always having to tell you there's something in it when you eat. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think I drip that much food mm-hmm. before the beard, but mm-hmm. somehow. Apparently, we really do. Just your beard catches it. Yeah, like, my beard catches it. <laughs> like that cheese dip or whatever. You know what? Oh, we love the cheese oh, yeah. dip. I'm not, I would rather have <laughs> dried cheese in my beard. That's than, right. Um, evidence of a place I've been. Well, first of all, you take pictures. Okay. Um, if you've been to the beach, you have suntan. Yeah, there you go. Uh, if you've been to the pool, you have your gear, swimming mm-hmm, gear, right? Mm-hmm. So where are you going with this? Mm-hmm. Your hair might be wet. I don't, today we're talking about evidence of a changed heart. Ah, so I'm like, okay, how would we have evidence that... If I go to Chipotle, I'm happy. My belly's full. Yeah, that's true. Everything <laughs> has to be about Chipotle. I was thinking about coffee. Like, you know, there'll be a an empty coffee cup if you'd been there, right? Oh, Greg and Lori have this Honduras cup, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been really good lately, so... Yeah, I think that. Well, actually, I have like four plates of lorries over here and like uh-huh. three coffee cups from Poppies. <laughs> so it's kind of hilarious. But yeah, if I've been to a coffee shop. So there's evidence that you've been to Poppies. There's evidence of Poppies all over the place. <laughs> like, I love Lori, but her style of plates is interesting. <laughs> but yeah, they're all the way yeah. over here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, a real, that's a really good mm-hmm. question. How, mm-hmm. how do you know that you've been somewhere? Mm-hmm. Well, gas. Okay. Uh huh. Less money in your bank account? Right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, I really liked, like, when you even said, like, the suntan or you guys, someone might even say, like, what did you do this weekend? And if you are, like, burnt, right, they're going to assume you're outside doing something, whether it was mowing the grass or redoing your landscape or you went on a boating trip or maybe you're kayaking. But there's this outward evidence that you'd been somewhere. Yeah. Like, and you had been touched by something. Well, I mean, I don't, I think you and I have, similar uh we usually talk about things that we're thinking about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if we've been to a worship concert right. we're going to talk about our experience mm-hmm. um now Lindsay and david might you know put that away and mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll bring it up at a really deep yeah. time and you're like what i didn't even know you went we're done with like, that we're done we, <laughs> we haven't talked about that in six months <laughs> yes um i didn't even know you remembered right <laughs> yes um yeah, so I think that you talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that maybe you process information after it. Like, you, you know, I went to the Gospel Coalition this year, and, mm-hmm. you know, there were some things. I went on trauma and um, how people deal with trauma. You know, our church plant, um, when you're a young church plant, you draw people, and, you know, you, you're going after people, and then you have people that have trauma. So mm-hmm. I made it... a. a, a a purpose a purposed in my heart to, to try to grow in some counseling areas. And I went to a, a group on tra- trauma and, and how, how the gospel helps us in trauma. Mm. So when I came back, you know, even looking at how 
I, I talk to people in counseling and things, you know, like in my gospel centric, uh-huh. you know, is the gospel at the center right. of, the, you know, of the issue. So I, I would say that you're processing information through your experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I really like this. I'm just, I'm interested in hearing about, you know, evidence of heart change. Because... Well, if you, if you go, if you go to the mall, uh-huh. you have new clothes or uh-huh. shoes or something. Mm-hmm. But the same thing with repentance. It's the same thing with transformation. If the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, I always like the illustration. If a bat, ball bat smacks you in the head, your mm-hmm. life has changed forever. Mm-hmm. So if, if an eternal God mm-hmm. who is vastly more substantive than a bat mm-hmm. uh, hits you in the heart, mm-hmm. How could you not be yeah. changed? And we see, too, like, you know, after baptisms, I mean, uh, if someone has been baptized, they've outwardly professed their, you know, change. And so then are we also seeing evidence of fruit in people's lives? I mean, we want to see a heart change. We want to see evidence of that growth. And um, I don't know, like there should be a trail, I guess, of you being in God's house, you being in God's presence. Um, you should leave uh, evidence that you've been somewhere that your heart has been changed, that God has changed you. It shows the condition of our hearts. So um, being in God's word, there well, should be evidence that we were in God's word. Right. That, that's, uh, you just stole what I was going to hit on. If, if you, um, I can tell when I'm out of God's word mm-hmm. or if I'm just going over God's word and I'm mm-hmm. not really reading it for my heart. Right. Um, if you're doing it like for a tradition, well, we've been kind of, (laughs) we've been kind of teasing Dustin this morning. Dustin's been in a lot of pain. He's getting ready to have Uh surgery in a couple days and uh, he's going to be out of commission for a while actually. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were, Dustin was talking about how pain has like changed the way he processes information. So he's already aggravated because he's in serious level of pain. Mm -hmm. And because of that, he has less um, what's the word I'm looking for? Patient. He Patience. Has a, yeah, he has a... Temperance. He, he doesn't have his filter. <laughs> no filter. Filtered out. So this, you know, if you want to know what Dustin really thinks of you... Do it before clothes, Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Dustin, what do you think about my new outfit? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've never know. liked anything you've worn. <laughs> so, um, you know, really uh, uh, excited to see Dustin get that surgery because he is in a lot of pain, but... Right. The truth of the matter is, is, you know, when we do have pain in our life, um, you know, Dustin's is physical, but serious mm-hmm. pain is the spiritual kind, mm-hmm. uh, trauma, hurting, um, you know, someone gone through someone, uh, something, you know, uh, I was telling someone the other day that I've been through, um, uh, last two months, just level, I mean, just dump truck loads of counseling. Mm-hmm. And I've just been amazed by, uh, uh, the difficulty that this world really does bring yes. us through trauma that, you know, I, I've had some physical pain, you know, mm-hmm. uh, some back injuries and, you know, kind of some feet and leg injuries and, um, but, um, broke my hand once, but, uh, to really look at the serious trauma that never really heals apart from Jesus Christ is this emotional and spiritual trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I look at it, it's like, you can always tell someone that is a prayer warrior and, mm-hmm. and their life might be marked, um, by devastating, but man, they find their hope in Christ and prayer. Mm-hmm. But you can also see someone that's bitter. Yeah, Have you yeah. ever been around someone oh, that's like yeah. bitter? Everything they say is just this. Yes. There's no hope. Yeah. It's all bitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for sure, I've been around that and or angry, you know, and they just can't. 
um, can't be as open as maybe they need to be, or they carry these burdens into a place that you're just like, oh man, if they could just get out of that muck like that, you know, you want them to, to be changed. You don't want them to live in that place of bitterness or anger. Um, so yeah, being around someone like that, or even just a bad mood. I mean, we can just talk about even something from, uh, it's not like maybe overbearing your whole life, but whenever, you know, Lindsay's in a bad mood, you can feel it, right? There's like evidence in the room. I mean, there's this tension of like walking on eggshells, or if you come in with something, um, that's more the case. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So you can feel that you can pick up on, there's evidence of something has gone on. Yeah. Yeah, especially if I have a heavy day, Karen, Karen and Lindsay know it really quickly. Mm-hmm. I think that when I carry, you know, typically my, I typically the things that I struggle with is when I'm carrying the load for someone else, and mm-hmm. that's usually when I become um, processing internally. Mm-hmm. And um, when I'm carrying a heavy load, is like I just kind of get quiet, so people kind of know it's not that my day's bad. It's not that I'm having a tough time. It's just that I'm carrying a load or processing information for counseling mm-hmm. or even thinking through um, uh, some some business at the church. But mm-hmm. they know, yeah, she, she absolutely yeah. knows mm-hmm. the different ways that I come into the house and kind of, you know, what's... Yeah, yeah. But I can also tell evidence of, and you touched on this, like um, of someone who's truly been in God's word and it changed them, that they weren't just doing it for a check mark for tradition's sake, but they were actually like, I've learned this thing today, you know? Um, I think of David and the Gideon thing that he was sharing. Like when he was sharing that with me, he was like alive and like, man, God really revealed this to me. And what do you think about that? And when you're around someone who's like that, you're like, man, they really were changed through God's word. This is what it does. There was evidence there that something had happened in his heart, you know? And and I think of other people that We have that's some new too. folks in the church. They've been here since like January, February. Uh-huh. And you just see it in their Facebook. You mm-hmm. see it when you talk to them. You know, I got a text yeah. the other day that was asking me for some um, some information about some books that they were reading in the Bible. Yeah. And I said, hey, Google this. And they text me back like, you got to be kidding me. This is awesome. And, yeah. you know, you see the excitement for the word of the Lord yeah. into information. So, yeah, there's absolutely evidence to our closeness to the Lord. But here's the deal. There's evidence to the condition of your heart as well. Yes. Yeah. And that this is where it gets hard mm-hmm. because there's evidences of your flesh being the predominant um, messaging mm-hmm. of your heart, like what feeds your soul. But there's evidence, like if the gospel is is stirring, changing your heart, if Jesus Christ is stirring, changing your heart, then there will be evidence of Christ coming through and out your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your desires, motives, and your life being changed. That's what you had said in the sermon. That's the evidence of a changed heart is shown through our desires, what we desire most, what our motives are, which we even talked a little bit about last podcast, and then, of course, just our changed life as a person. And it can be exciting because we're talking about some new people to our church, and it's amazing to see what God is doing in them, and they're so excited. It can also be seen in a negative way, though, of someone really being um, pushed away, running to sin, um, feeling just judgment and unbelief, anger. So it's both sides, right? I mean, it's um, can be good desires and good motives, or it can be the opposite. Well, I... I I mean, just to really kind of be honest, as we had a couple, um, there was some adultery mm-hmm. 
in, in, in their marriage and, you know, if you really look back before you saw the evidence, like mm. stepping out of a small group, being right. a little bit distant, not mm. being as servant. And so like six months, seven months before, you really did see their heart um, kind of be led astray. And so what I'm... Um, what I try to tell people, like, listen, you need to be in a community. That way people are seeing the first steps. Mm-hmm. After something already blows up, right? you're going to deal with devastation, even though the right. God is going to redeem it or can redeem it, mm-hmm. rather. But you're, you're doing cleanup duty. Mm-hmm. So when you bring it back to, like, being in a community, you're going to hopefully be dealing with... Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Yeah. And, you know, we could even just compare it to, like, your kid's room. Like, if you pick it up every day, it's not a disaster. So if you're doing some preventative work. But if you let it go and let it go and let it go, and then you're like, what's all this stuff? Could you imagine your twin boys being let go? (laughs) Woo. There's something else. (laughs) Let's not talk about that. But, I mean, it it really is true. Um, Chiseling that heart. Mm -hmm. um, Little by little, when I look at a changed heart, I, I, I tell people, like, be just start thinking consistency in your pursuit of the Lord. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to make that very spiritual first leap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they, they don't get into the process. They don't get into the systems of small group, meaning they're not faithful mm-hmm. to attend. They're not available to the mutual ministry, or they're not available to the small group leader. Mm-hmm. They're not trainable. Mm-hmm. Not um, participating. Not yeah, not yeah. participating. Not humble. Um, not doing the work when mm-hmm. you know maybe scripture memory or you know right. whatever's brought into it. Yeah. So it, it, it's vastly important that if we're going to see a changed heart, that we we have to start on the front end. I mm-hmm. think. I think so too, and you're going to get ahead of a lot of things for sure. Uh, that could come down and really hurt people. So and whether it's themselves or others, you know, we talked about that earlier too, that sin doesn't just hurt you, um, but it hurts other people. It can impact a lot of people. So, yeah. Well, Second um, Corinthians actually has a good way of expressing this. It says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may receive what is due for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. Mm. So I think that if you look on the back end of a changed heart is, yeah, we're responsible. Mm-hmm. The, the condition of our heart, we may be saved, but we can, you know, willfully go after the condition of the heart, uh, sinful heart. We can go willfully after the condition of the Lord's heart. And so it's important that we, um, that we understand that there is an end to this process. Mm. Just think about Solomon. Think about all his wisdom, and he just like (laughs) partied it up and built beautiful homes, Mm -hmm. and yet the inside of his heart was just decrepit. Right. I think we automatically need to realize that there's a choice. You know, it is our choosing. It's not just going to happen. Well, that's when free will takes place. Free will is not at birth. Free will is not when you become an adult. Free will only happens at salvation. You can willfully choose sin or willfully choose Christ Mm -hmm. before Jesus enters your heart, you are willfully going down living by the flesh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the gospel. That's why we need restoration. That's why we need Jesus. Well, let me ask you, Brooke, what are some things in the last, um, 
year or two, however long you want to go, <laughs> that, no, let's say this, in the last three months that you see evidences of changed heart. Three for, months. For let's me? just go three months. Yeah. For let's, me? I think, we're, I think mm. typically we like to make it like, oh, last 10 years, or you know, what's God doing in your heart today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, my uh, awareness of who, um, th- who I'm not, like I'm not as good. I think that's been really big for me is that I have some junk to deal with, that I'm not just arrived, you know, that this is an ongoing sanctification process. And I've become a lot more, um, finding joy and seeing other people, um, finding their like ministry and finding things that they, that make them come alive. And that's been something for me, like actually, I don't need to be in charge of something. I don't need to be over things as, as before that was like a motive, like a goal. If that happens now, great, you know, but at this point it's seeing other people really grow and develop. Like my heart has really changed in that way. Um, I've seen my husband like really, you know, growing and, um, just taking on some amazing uh, leadership roles in our home and also here at the church. And that's been like a huge, yeah, he's pretty busy. Uh, it's been f- fun for me, I guess, because uh, that's been like a prayer for, I don't know when, when we sat down and are leading small group um, for the first time a few months ago or a month now, maybe I don't know how long has it been um, a month probably. And like we, uh, you, you know, know. <laughs> we're in our house and, you know, this is a desire of mine since we got married was to have a small group at our house, to be a house that yeah. was hospitable and to host a small group. And actually like we're celebrating our anniversary, right? Um, this weekend. So, um, 11 years, that's been a desire of my heart and man, like it, that's 11 years of prayer. That's 11 years of waiting and 11 years of up and downs and, God is so faithful, right? Like that moment was just like really precious to me. And it's, you know, God saying, I see you, you know, and you weren't ready yet, or this is the right time, or this is the right setup or the right place. And it's just as precious as if I was given it, you know, a month into marriage. Um, So that's been really neat for us to love on our small group and they're really growing and amazing people. Uh, so yeah. And now we're experiencing what everyone at vertical talks about how much they love small groups. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Um, those are some things that God's been doing in my heart for sure. Well, I, um, uh, I, I think I said this last podcast, but you know, just to kind of keep up with theme, you know, I'm actually feeling a more rigidness. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that if one of the evidences is just a fervency of the gospel and, you know, I was, I was a pastor of a church camp one time and we baptized, you know, 50 some kids. Yeah. You know, of course that is what it, that is, you know, right. but when I look at, when I look at, um, I've been teaching the Bible 20 years now, mm-hmm. like it's hard to believe mm-hmm. I'm almost going on 21 <laughs> started 16 in high school. And, you know, as I look at, um, the age, as I look at the journey, uh, an evidence that I think that the Lord is doing major things in my heart is I'm more passionate about mm-hmm. the clarity and the the uh, veracity of the gospel now than ever before. Mm-hmm. Like I'm um, more quick to defend the gospel, mm-hmm. um, not just to preach it, but to you know um, to that everything goes along with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's not a it's not a Sunday thing or a Wednesday night thing or a 
when we're at church thing, it's everything. Yeah, so um, even as I process of how, what that means in this local community, um, the gospel has just uh, become more precious to me, which, you know, I think that the gospel is just, uh, it's the work and the message of Jesus, right? So I think that what is neat about evidence is like, you know, I'm just more passionate about, fired up about Christ today than ever before, mm-hmm. and that's an evidence. And so I'm seeing um, things in my life that, uh, that I struggle with personally, my sin condition, Mm-hmm. Like say, wait, is that gospel century? Yeah. <laughs> and and so it's been this like mm-hmm. preaching the gospel to myself. And, mm-hmm. and that's an evidence of the heart that I've been going after, especially the last, you know, I've been studying Galatians for a few months now, preparing for the sermon series. And um, I, I'm just working hard um, and, and to find joy and satisfaction only in the gospel. And, and honestly, nothing else do, does it for me. I don't mm-hmm. enjoy it. Yeah. Mm. I definitely think that uh, we can see evidences of a heart change. And you just like we can see a suntan where you've been. We can see when we've been in God's word and when we've been changed by the gospel. And um, this hey, is. Hey, Brooke. Yeah. Traditions don't bring heart change. I know. Traditions don't. I know. It's only by the filling of the Holy Spirit that brings life transformation. And that's what we want you to hear. Mm-hmm. Again, we are thrilled to be going through this content with you and uh, as Brooke and I and Dustin are here and we're working um, ever so hard because we love you vertical Mm -hmm. and we absolutely love what the Lord is doing in our midst but we can't ever get to the point that we think that we have arrived that we're there right let's let the word let's let the word of the Lord empowered by the Holy Spirit um, surrendered uh, through prayer change our heart mind Let's be disciples that go after heart transformation. Let's go after and see evidence of trained heart, which shows evidence of Christ. Mm. Vertical, you are loved. Thanks for listening to Get Vertical Gal Police. Now we want you to join the conversation. Is God transforming your life through his word? We would love to hear about it. Message us at info at verticalgalpolice.org and find us on social media by searching Vertical Church Gal Police. Join the conversation. You are loved.